Hello, wonderful Girl Talk ladies. This is your host, Amy, and I just wanted to say welcome to the Girl Talk podcast. If you are new here, maybe you're from our most recent Giving Your Best Life conference, I just want to give you a warm welcome. Welcome to a place where we are positive and we encourage each other as women to live a life full of purpose and intention. Um, we have guests often that share their stories and inspire us and encourage us. And I just want to say welcome to the community. I also want to say thank you to the women that showed up for the Giving Your Best Life conference. My goodness, what a day that was. And it was because you women showed up so vulnerably and ready to grow and learn. And it made for such an incredible day. The Holy Spirit showed up in the room and it was absolutely beautiful. I want to give just a shout out to a few of the vendors and um, women-owned businesses that supported us that day with giveaways and that also came so that we could shop their beautiful products. So we had Crafty Cows there. We had Lieb Candles. We had Bevy, um, LifeWave, For the Good, Giving Gal, Big Hug Blanket, Old Bird Apothecary. We had Amatisa's um, Cervantes Creations, Cottonwood Clays, Lemonade with Grace and Gwen. We had Christie's Cookies, Buns Soapbox, Sovita, Ella Jane's Stinky Piggies, New Skin with Laura, Peggy Banks. She was the amazing massage um, therapist for the day. We had Dan Wilburn, Lisa Gaff. Joy Zek that all sponsored um, half tables or full tables and Chandra Palakin. And what a big thank you I want to say to all of you. Thank you. Thank you for participating in this vision without fully understanding what it was and what a beautiful day it turned out to be. We have also just put the audio out for the conference. So if you are interested and you could not attend and you want to hear what the talks were about, then of course, just drop me a message. I'll get you the link and we'll get you signed up so that you can hear the recordings from that day. Today, though, I want to jump into something that has been on my mind a while and with women, it comes up often. And that is the word identity identity is something that the enemy has been after and attacking ever since the garden of eden with eve and you know have you ever been to a point in your life where maybe something big has changed and that change caused you to wonder well who am i now or who am i a lot of times we'll see that happen if there's like a big job change or if the children get married and move out of the house so you're an empty nester. It could also be if there is, um, I'm trying to think here, you know, a, a, something showed up unexpectedly. Maybe you're still single and you thought you would be married by now. Um, there's a divorce. A divorce could be something unexpected that comes up. These things that come up in life cause us to wonder, well, what, what am I if I'm not a wife anymore? Or what am I if I'm not a wife by the time I thought I would be by 27? Or what am I if I'm not a mom every minute of the day? And, you know, everything will start right there with identity. Because if we don't know who we are, then how are we able to really make a change in anything, even ourselves? We just kind of go around blindly trying to change something and hope that these changes maybe make us feel better and maybe we'll try to help someone else and see if they feel better and you know we we hope we finally figure it out but then we lose five pounds and, and we're a whole new person or we put on 20 pounds man doesn't that happen so fast and we just wonder well who am i now you know 
that battle of identity will constantly continue to fight in your mind over and over again until we solidify who it is and who we are and where our identity is found. Now, identity is something that we want to be able to say, this is where I can always find my identity. Because if it's always changing, we're always changing too. Our life circumstances are always changing. So how can I find my identity in something that is secure? It's solid. It's not going to change. Well, I think a lot of you are right there with me and you're thinking, well, the only thing that doesn't change in this life is, yeah, our Heavenly Father. So how in the world do we hide, how do we find our identity from our Heavenly Father? You know, the questions come up, so who am I? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? What should I do? Well, our identity will answer a lot of those questions for us. You know, one of our first qu uh, questions when it comes to identity is, you know, like, where do I belong? You know, we want to belong to a place or a thing or something. Like, we have to belong somewhere. Um, we long deeply to be accepted, to belong for who we truly are, right? We want to be accepted not because of how much money we have in the bank or because of how we look, how we act, or who we're with. We want to truly belong for just us, for just being the human being that we were created to be. Well, Psalms 103 verse, um, Psalms 100 verse three tells us, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Well, right there, ladies, it tells us we are his people. That tells me I belong somewhere and it doesn't give me any stipulations. It just says we are his people, not based on how I look, how I act. It says we are his people. Isaiah 43, one. But no, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not. For I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And those last three words are so powerful, aren't they? Let's just let them sink in for a minute. You are mine. You know, if I'm going to be anybody's, I want to be the unchanging Heavenly Father's child. I want to be his. And so that right there tells me that I belong. So on this identity journey, while I'm trying to figure out where I belong, well, there's two verses that are not going to change. They're truth and they don't change. And they say that I belong to the Father who doesn't change. Phew, that's encouraging, right? Well, another thing on my identity journey is I want to be wanted. You know, don't you ever want to just be pursued or want to be wanted? You know, I want to be the one that people are, I want to be around you, or I want to talk to you, or, oh, but not because I am somebody or, or anything, just because, just because of me. Man, every minute of the day, we want to be wanted somewhere, right? You know, God didn't just settle for us. He chose us. Um, have you ever experienced what I did in like elementary school or middle school where whether you're in gym class or just even at recess and somebody wants to play a game of kickball or you're, maybe you're playing um, dodgeball and what happens? There's two team captains and then each person goes back and forth until they pick everybody for the team, right? Well, how many of you were one of the last ones standing there? Oh, the last ones to be chosen. Man, that does not make us feel like we are wanted, right? I mean, friend, I would have been standing right there with you as one of the last one chosen. And boy, that is not a good feeling. 
But you know what? There is no last one picked by God. We were not just a process of elimination. No, the Bible tells us that he chose me. He chose you. Ephesians 1.5 says that God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family. Well, first of all, let's just stop there. He decided in advance. That means it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter who I am, how I am, how I look today, what my occupation is today. It doesn't matter because he chose me in advance before any of that, right? So God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Now we're going to go back to Isaiah 43, 1 again, and we're just going to read that part of it where it says, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Oh my goodness, ladies, we're wanted. He says, you are mine. So possessive there. He's like, I want you. So number one, you know, when we're on this identity journey, we know, well, we belong. And number two, we know for sure that we're wanted. We aren't the last pick or the leftovers. We're wanted. Number three, man, don't you want to have that confidence? The confidence that you know you belong, the confidence that you know you're wanted, the confidence that I know my identity is confident. No matter what changes today, I know my identity, right? You know, if we found out today that we were royalty, okay, and we were going to a palace to show up for, I don't know, maybe at the king's dinner or something, would we carry ourselves a little different? Would we walk with even more confidence? You know, Philippians 1.6 says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. Um, well, right there, it tells us that we can be confident. We can be confident that he is working in our lives and he is going to complete what he has started. And there's so much scripture reminding us that we are royalty. We are at the king's banquet. We know who the king is. The king is right there saying, I want you, you belong, and you can walk in confidence. You know, Peter reminds us that, he says, remember who they are. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. When, when we're wondering where identity is or we're, we're not feeling very confident, don't forget to take that to a spiritual realm. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. It's the spiritual realm that's getting into our thoughts there. So what do we need to do? Well, one thing that our identity can help us do also is it puts a weapon in our hand. And that's what we want to do. When we remember that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, we know what the truth is and we are standing in agreement with the truth. And that becomes the weapon that we can use against the enemy. You know, there's an excellent book. They call, um, it's called Throw the First Punch. Man, is it an excellent book. We know the enemy is going to attack us. So why don't we fight him first? When we wake up every day as a woman, we know the enemy is out to get me today. And he gets the women. Number one of his attacks is by their identity. There's nothing new under the sun. He's been attacking women's identity since the Garden of Eden, right? So we wake up each day saying, bring it on, Satan. I know you're after my identity today, but I know, number one, that I belong. I know I'm wanted. I know I'm royalty. I'm walking in confidence of that. And of course, I know I'm not fighting against flesh and blood today. I'm fighting against you. So I've got this weapon in my hand now because I know the truth. My identity is on a firm foundation. It's found in the heavenly father who doesn't change. 
and I'm ready to fight you today. It's our declaration that we speak against the enemy. You know, I want to uh, just maybe end it here and I just want to encourage you to do, if I could give you a challenge, this is your challenge. Take it to listening prayer. We have talked about the podcast several times about listening prayer. So go back in the previous Girl Talk podcast and look for the one called Listening Prayer and listen to it. But basically you're sitting down with pen and paper, your mind is cleared, you are ready to ask the Father a question and you are expectant that he's going to answer because he says, my sheep know my voice. So we are ready to hear his voice, right? The question I would challenge you to ask him is, Father, who do you say I am? And start writing, ladies. You know, I'll be surprised if you don't have tears flowing out of your eyes because that's who the Father says you are. Now, don't get me wrong. We wrestle not against flesh and blood because the enemy is going to be right in there trying to get you to doubt everything that you're writing. Is it truth, though? Everything that you're writing that you are hearing from the Father doesn't line up with truth. Does he tell you, you are my beloved? You are my bride. I have chosen you. I have called you. You have purpose. Is that what he's telling you? Then it's truth and that's your identity. And ladies, the best way to take this and use it as a weapon every day is to frame that, like keep it in your journal, but maybe type it out real pretty and put it in a frame on your nightstand. So when you wake up in the morning, you are declaring and reminding yourself and speaking it to the enemy of this is who I am. And this is where my identity is. And I, if I step on that scale today and I've gained 20 more pounds, I am not any less of a person. I haven't lost my identity. I still know who I am. I am a daughter of the King. I am his bride. I am chosen. I am wanted. I belong. Ladies, we are so loved by our King who is so worthy of all we have. And the enemy is not worth anything. So let's jump up tomorrow and fight him. Let's fight him with our identity secure. Let's fight him with that in our hands that we are ready to go to war against the enemy. Ladies, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Let's take it to the spiritual realm. The enemy doesn't get to get another stronghold in our identity. We are who he says we are. So take it to that listening prayer. Father, who do you say I am? You are beautiful. You are chosen. You are wonderfully made. You are royalty and you are a bride. Friends, I love getting on here to talk with you and I am so excited for the upcoming guests that we have on this season. I am praying for you and if you have something specific that you need prayer over, please reach out to me. I would love to connect with you more on your uh, just intimate journey that you're on. I will catch you guys next time on the next podcast. Hey friends, thank you for taking the time to listen to the Girl Talk podcast where women encourage women. Come join us also on Instagram and Facebook where we encourage women to live an intentional, powerful, positive, and spirit-filled life.